Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson. I am back. So let's break down this game. Kind of a crucial one, although it's an NFC matchup. Maybe get the second half of the season started. Um, I want to talk about when the Steelers have the ball, but before I do, and this will be relevant for the Rams, when final cutdowns were made this year, the Rams had the second youngest roster. Now there's been tweaks, of course, you know, I mean, um, but they are a massive youth movement, especially on defense. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But the Steelers were the 26. They were the seventh oldest team on cutdown day and mostly on defense. Interesting. Um, but that's exactly what the Rams are. The Rams, besides Aaron Donald, besides Aaron Donald, besides Aaron Donald, are a bunch of no-name, young, cheap guys on defense that plays a lot of zone. They're trying to find some keepers. Um, young, the defensive end, is going to be a keeper. He's a rookie this year. But it's a lot of replacement-level young guys that are not asked to do a lot. Bend but don't break. You know, keep things in front of you. Don't allow the big plays. Not real experienced. And when I t start going through these stats, look at it through that lens. You know, that Raheem Morris is a really good defensive coordinator. I guess him and Coach Tomlin are super tight. And understandable, he's really good at what he does, but he just doesn't have many cards in his hand, and he's, you know, coaching accordingly. So here we go. Steelers average 4.5. Oh, warning. Steelers, offense. Some of these numbers and conversations will hurt your ears. There's, it's pretty bad. I mean, there's some of the stuff in here is startling. So anyways, the Steelers offense averages 4.5 yards per play. Only three offenses are worse. The Rams defense gives up 5.2 yards per play. That's about middle of the road. Steelers offense is converting a series of downs into a new series of downs or a touchdown. Just 60% of the time. Worst in the league. Really bad. However, based off opponent's EPA, which I think is the best way to judge your opponents at this point, Pittsburgh's offense has faced the most difficult slate of defenses thus far by a very wide margin. So, don't I'm not giving them a pass, but please recognize no offense has played a tougher slate than the Steelers. And it's not even close. Steelers offense has employed 11 personnel, one back, one tight end. A little over 75% of their offensive snaps this season. Only five NFL offenses have used a specific personnel grouping a higher percentage of their snaps. The Rams' opponents are attacking them out of 11 personnel, a little over 70% of the snaps. That's the sixth highest percentage in the league. So the Rams get attacked with 11 a lot. Steelers use 11 a lot. So in turn, LA has been in their dime package with six defensive backs on the field for about 19% of the snaps, which is the fifth highest rate. So that's what you're going to get. You're going to get dime. You're going to get Steelers in 11. This is what both these teams are very useful, used to. Steelers are averaging just 59 offensive plays per game. Only four teams snap the ball less frequently. Not great. This is brutal. The average Steelers offensive drive lasts just 5.4 plays run, second worst in the league. Their average drive is only 5.4 plays long. They give you three for free. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's pretty brutal. They generate 25 yards for drive per drive. That's 28th. They generate 1.15 points per drive. That's 30th. They generate just under 0.1 touchdowns per drive. Ranks 31st. They've punted on 50% of their drives. That's 32nd. The Bengals are the only offense whose drives end in a three and out a higher percentage of the time than Pittsburgh. You might want to rewind, hit that little 15-second button back to go through that stuff. Really bad, like in all facets, breaking it down to the lowest common denominator. LA has allowed the fewest passing touchdowns in the NFL, even though they haven't had their bye. 22.5% of Pittsburgh's passing plays have resulted in a first down or touchdown, the lowest rate in the league. Of all quarterbacks that have attempted 50 or more passes, Kenny Pickett's just under 60% completion percentage is only better than Jordan Love, Andy Dalton, Anthony Richardson, and C.J. Stroud. 53.2 of Pickett's yardage has come after the catch, the fourth highest percentage in the league. You can see that is good or bad. You know, like Pickens breaks free and boy, that pads Pickett's stats. But I also think after the catch numbers are a quarterback stat. If you're not putting the ball in a position for them to run after the catch, well, then you're not going to get a lot after the catch yardage. So, but I do think that's noteworthy. I mean, Steelers are not known for after the catch. Since entering the league in 2019, only seven wide receivers have more catches than Deontay Johnson. And, you know, that includes the time he missed. George Pickens has 44% air yard share this, this, this year, which means the distance the ball travels from the quarterback's hands to its destination. So 44% of that, those air yards have been in Pickens' direction. That doesn't mean he's caught them all. So if you isolate the game since Deontay Johnson's injury, that number jumps to 48%. Pickens has aligned on the outside 88% of his snaps and has a 25% target share for the year. With Johnson out of the lineup for almost the entirety of the 2023 season, this has been the snap counts. Pickens has played 273 out of a possible 304. Allen Robinson's played 260. That's what needs to change. Calvin Austin's played 211. Miles Boykin chipped in with 35. And Gunner's played five snaps out of a possible 305. About 72% of Allen Robinson's routes in a Steeler uniform has come out of the slot. Darnell Washington has run 56 routes, but has been targeted only three times. Connor Hayward has won, run 43 routes, but has been targeted nine times. You can see that. I mean, that's, that, that shows up in a big way with how they're used on tape, of course. This stuff's concerning. I mean, here's some Friar Moose stuff that's going to startle you. His 0.6 yards per route run is the sixth lowest amongst all NFL wide receivers and tight ends that have run at least 75 routes. It's a pretty easy number to get to, 75 routes. Basically played three games. But yards per route run, sixth lowest. Last year, he averaged 1.68 yards per route run, which is a whole yard better. He was also targeted 22.5 of his routes last year compared to 13.4 this year. Almost everything's been cut in half. Fryermuth has yet to get to five targets in a single game, 
and has only been targeted 13 times all year. Now, this is a week that needs to change. I'm assuming he's healthy. I know he's playing. The Rams are allowing 9.2 yards per target to opposing tight ends and are surrendering the second most yards per game to the tight end position. The yards per target is 31st in the league. So tight ends are moving the ball with ease against this team. Their linebackers and safeties aren't good, and they're playing a lot of zone. Sit down in the zone, eight yards down the field, get the ball to fryer and move. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll get into the running game, the running backs, etc. All right, I'm back. I'm sure you guys recognize that Warren has been used a lot in the passing game. But how about this? Alvin Kamara is the only running back in the NFL that is being targeted at a higher percentage of his routes run than Warren. When Warren goes out for a route, 33% of the time it goes his way. Warren also averages 2.2 yards per route run, which leads all running backs. He has at least three catches in every game. Najee Harris has played 158 snaps this year compared to 132 for Warren. Harris has run 75 routes compared to 77 for Warren. However, the Rams allow just 3.3 catches per game to opposing running backs. That's the fifth fewest. The Rams defense allows a 54% completion percentage. Cleveland and New Orleans are the only ones better. L.A. has 10 sacks through six games. Not so great. And 5.5 of those are from Brian Young. Byron Young, he has three. And Aaron Donald has 2.5. However, last week, Josh Dobbs was deemed pressured on 50% of his dropbacks. And the Rams, that was the highest pressure rate of the season for the Rams. I think a lot of that's because the Cardinals O-line is a disaster. The Steelers allow the fourth highest pressure rate, though. Only the Giants, Bears, and Texans are sacking opposing quarterbacks on a lower percentage of their dropbacks, though, than L.A. Again, only 10 sacks through six games. Steelers' 80.4 rushing yards per game is only better than Cincinnati, Las Vegas, Minnesota, and Tampa Bay, and their yards per carry is only better than five teams. 70.4 of the Steelers' rushing yards have been after first contact. Cleveland and Houston are the only ones with a higher percentage. They're getting all their yardage, basically, after first contact. Now, this is horrible. 25%, one out of four, of the Steelers' rushing attempts have failed to gain yardage. Failed to gain yardage. The highest percentage in the league. Najee ranks 31st of 33 players with at least 50 carries in runs that have failed to gain yardage. However... Harris has a run of 10 or more yards on 9.5% of his carries, which ranks 15th out of those 34. So he's breaking off more runs than ever and getting stuck behind the line of scrimmage more than ever. I mean, I don't blame him. Kenny, this is a, a, a good note here too. Kenny Pickett is scrambling on 2.3% of his dropbacks. Now, a scramble is not a design quarterback run. A scramble is a dropback. It's not there. I'm going to tuck it and run. That's the sixth lowest amongst quarterbacks. 2.3%. Last year, he was at 6.7%, which was the eighth highest. 
It's a lot of free yards. If it's not there, tuck it and go. Pick up five yards, slide, move the chains. The Steelers and, Steelers and Vikings are the only offenses yet to score a rush, rushing touchdown, and Pittsburgh has the fewest rushing attempts inside the five-yard line of any NFL offense. Well, they also don't get within the five-yard line all that often either. Last thing I got for you, Pittsburgh's offense has the league's worst touchdown conversion rate in the red zone. I've told you red zone offense is down. Well, the Steelers are the worst of everybody. And the Rams defense is ninth best in red zone defense. So disheartening stuff, but I also don't think this defense is all that formidable. Uh, We will talk tomorrow about the other side of the ball, make some predictions, all that good stuff over and out.